Hey everyone, I'm Raymond Tolentino, just your regular tech nerd with a flair for storytelling. And I'm Helena Perez, aficionado of creativity, and definitely a game enthusiast. Bienvenido to our podcast. Yeah, totally thrilled to kickstart this unique series where we sift through the stories encased within popular PC games. I mean, who doesn't love a good plot amidst their kill, hunt, chase, right? So true. A compelling narrative really adds depth to a game, taking it past a mere interactive experience to something more complex and engaging. Yeah, it's like we're living another life, right? In a completely different world. One such masterpiece is The Witcher. Uh, where do we even begin with this gem? Now you're talking. How about from Geralt's Silver Sword? Or should we skip to the tumultuous political climate or maybe Yennefer? Oh boy, there's so much to cover. Agreed. The Witcher is certainly packed with a labyrinth of narratives and a quirky band of protagonists, each with their unique backstories. It's why it's such a great case to begin our odyssey into game narratives. Well, I guess we've whet your appetite enough. Look forward to delving into the gripping tales of The Witcher in this ride. So buckle up, folks. All right, let's dive into the core of The Witcher. Origins and boy, doesn't that bring back memories? See, Raymond, it sure does. So The Witcher, for the unversed, isn't a typical video game. It's based on the fantasy book series by Andrzej Sapkowski and is a marvel of storytelling and character development. The producers had a solid narrative foundation before they even started with the game. Exactly. It's like being served a buffet of narratives, all simmering in a pot of rich fantasy folklore. The game takes these stories and crafts them into missions that provide the driving force for our protagonist, Geralt of Rivia. The game's journey from print to pixels has only embellished the narrative. True that. And let's not forget, while the books offered a solid backbone, the game developers also added their own flavour, enhancing the world of The Witcher. And what a sumptuous dish they have served us, right? How oh, you couldn't have said it any better, Helena. With Geralt's monster-slaying missions, the game weaves together a narrative that brilliantly intertwines elements from the book with new, unique threads. I remember when I first started playing, it was those unusual missions that really pulled me in. Well, Raymond, I see what you mean. Each character met during the quests has such a distinct personality, drawing us more into the world of The Witcher. The game offers so much more than just hack-and-slash mechanics, wouldn't you agree? Oh, without a doubt. You see the little things, like how the game environment changes according to your decisions, or how the narrative branches out into multiple paths based on your actions. It's these dynamic narrative dimensions that take The Witcher from being just a game to a living tale. So let's take a closer look at the characters in The Witcher. I think they're incredibly important in propelling the narrative. The way they've been designed, their dialogues, the character arcs, all lend to the immersive nature of the game. Don't you agree, Raymond? Absolutely, Helena. But before we touch upon the rest of the cast, we need to talk about our main man, Geralt of Rivia. He's nuanced and complex, isn't he? See, indeed. Geralt isn't your typical one-dimensional hero. He's a witcher, professionally trained to hunt monsters, but there's more to him than his brawn and wayfarer instincts. Geralt's character is so brilliantly written. His past, his relationships his struggle with his own identity. It all adds a layer of authenticity. Right, and that's very true. I really appreciate how his character creates a moral dilemma. His decisions aren't always black and white. It's the grey areas that make him human and relatable. And how can we not appreciate the brilliant voice acting? I mean, that voice embodies Geralt, right? I couldn't agree more. And let's not forget the supporting characters. I adore Triss and Yennefer. 
The way they've been characterised and the depth they add to the narrative is pretty amazing. They have their own strengths, fears, desires, which make the interactions with Geralt so much more engaging. Yes, the entire group surrounding Geralt brings colour and diversity to the narrative. Their backstories, the complex relationships they have with Geralt, it's all so brilliantly done. It makes you emotionally invested in them, and most importantly, in the game's narrative. This finely crafted narrative, it's... It's like a marionette, right? A grand puppet show where all the strings are intricately woven in unexpected ways. Wouldn't you say so, Raymond? Haha, <laughs> that's a vivid way to put it, Helena. Puppet show, huh? Well, yeah, you could say the strings represent the storylines, each connected to a character. They're not just hanging. They're actively manipulated, carefully pulled to build tension, release it, and expose another layer of this twisted narrative. Oh yes, that's exactly what I meant. But it's more than just a web of strings, more than intertwined storylines. It's the narrative techniques employed, the unique structures. They're all part of why The Witch's Tale is so impactful and above par. Definitely, and I particularly admire their narrative transitions. One minute you're in a grim monster hide, the next you're at a royal ball. Plus, the way they wield different storytelling devices, like flashbacks to reveal vital details about Geralt's past, or pivotal decisions which branch the story. It's a masterclass. Totalmente de acuerdo. And let's not forget, this isn't a linear narrative. It forks at many points depending on the choices you make as Geralt. It allows for replayability, and it caters to our individual senses, making it more immersive. Oh yeah, the variable storytelling. It's like several narratives in one. The game essentially adapts to the direction that you choose. This narrative mechanic is a game-changer in enhancing the overall gameplay experience. It's what makes The Witcher stand out. Well said, Raymond. This enriched narrative format just makes the stories more relatable, the characters more engaging, and the whole experience much, much more satisfying. All right, Helena, let's peel the layers, folks. The Witcher game, as we have been discussing, is not your everyday RPG. It's like drawing the long straw every time you play. The narrative keeps you hooked and makes a return play just as exciting. But why so? Why is The Witcher such a powerful beacon in game storytelling? Bueno, Raymond, there's no single answer, right? It starts with a great foundation. The complex characters, each with their distinctive quirks, the world alive with diversity, a storyline that offers an array of choices. Uh, the choices, yes. The powerful ripples they create in the game's storyline helps craft a personal experience. You feel more than just a spectator, see? Exactly. The game lets you shape its destination. It's not just Geralt's story, it morphs into your story. This level of interactivity, it's a strong calling card for the game's popularity. Couldn't agree more. And not to forget the world-building, right? The striking landscapes, the intricate politics, they all weave an incredible backdrop to our adventures. Isn't that so? Sieta, Raymond. The world itself is a character full of subtle narratives waiting to be discovered. All these qualities elevate The Witcher from being a mere game to more of an endearing narrative experience. It's more like a life journey. Ha! Huh. Well said, Helena. It really is. That's the elixir making The Witcher not just a game, but a phenomenon. All right, let's pivot a bit here, Helena. The Witcher definitely broke the mold, but how about we compare its storytelling to other PC games? Where does it sit on that landscape? Ha, huh, un excellente pregunta, Raymond. If we look at games like Skyrim, they undeniably crafted vast open-world games with rich lore but their narratives rarely give the player the sense of influencing the world drastically based on their decisions. 
unlike The Witcher, which wonderfully incorporates decisions into story arcs, making each choice consequential. And that's the key, isn't it, Helena? Giving players that sense of agency. It doesn't just make the game immersive. It creates an emotional connection between the player and the story unfolding. Exactamente, Raymond. And if you take an example like Mass Effect, another acclaimed game for its storytelling, its emphasis is on character interaction and relationships, but it often sidelines the larger storyline. In contrast, The Witcher finds this balance between personal encounters and the grander narrative, wouldn't you agree? I definitely would. Remember Bioshock's narrative? The would-you-kindly twist was unforgettable, but The Witcher takes it a notch higher with surprises thrown at you at every turn, all intimately wrapped into the narrative. Agreed, and that's just it. The Witcher doesn't really fit neatly into comparison because it carved its own niche. It's not just the twists or the choices or the world. It's the masterful cohesion of them all. In essence, it feels like we're living vicariously through Geralt, wouldn't you say, Raymond? Precisely, Helena. It makes me want to fire up the game all over again. You know, Helena, we've been talking about The Witcher as experts. But let's face it, we're gamers too, and we've got our own experiences and emotional from playing. I mean, I personally didn't just play The Witcher. I lived it. There's something really unique about its narrative that... It connects with you in a deep, personal way. Oh, see, Raymond. I felt the very same. The beauty of the game doesn't come from just watching the story unfold. It has this magical way of immersing you right into it, making you feel like you're wielding that witch's sword, like you're navigating through those complex contracts. And not just that. I had a surge of emotions battling that first griffin in White Orchard. I mean, it was just a side quest, right? Yet it gave me that incredible sense of accomplishment. I felt every fear, every thrill, every victory. That's so true. The game has a knack for grasping you into its world deeper and deeper. I remember how at the Battle of Kaer Morhen tears rolled down when Vesemir... Well, I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't got there yet. But Raymond, I cried. A video game made me cry. Oh man, that part was heart-wrenching, all right. But that's just it. It's the emotional highs and the devastating lows that make our experiences so unique. This is not just storytelling. The Witcher is so much more. It's an experience that mirrors our real emotions and psychological constructs. Absolutely, Raymond. And that's the beauty of deep game storytelling. It transforms you as a player, as a storyteller, and at a much deeper level, as a human being. To all our listeners out there, we'd love to hear about your emotional experiences with The Witcher as well. Let's keep this conversation going. You're right, Helena, and you know what? We ain't alone on this journey of The Witcher. It's time we invite our listeners to bring their perspective to the table, and let's paint an even grander picture of this narrative masterpiece together. Folks, our lines are all open. That's right, and here we have our first caller. Hi there, what's your name? Hey, Helena, Raymond. I'm Frank, a big fan of your podcast, BTW. Ah, gracias, Frank, loving the positivity. So tell us your tale of The Witcher. I've got to say... The non-linear narrative is what got me sold. I mean, the way the past, present, even the flashbacks weave in and out, it's like a crazy puzzle, but in a good way. Oh man, I absolutely resonate with you on that, Frank. Breaking away from that linear, predictable timeline, it's like you're thrust into an epic hunt for narrative clues, isn't it? Exactly, Raymond. You delve in, piecing together these scattered shards of narrative, and then, bam, suddenly, it all clicks into place. Hassi yes, Frank. The pieces start falling into place, and before you realize it, you're not just playing a game anymore. 
It's a story you're experiencing, unraveling and evolving with. Couldn't have put it better myself, Helena. Thanks for sharing that perspective, Frank. We've got time for another caller. Hi, may we know your name? Hi guys, this is Lucy. I've got a ton to say about the game, but one thing that really stands out is the decision-making. Hola, Lucy. Right on, decisions in the game are pivotal. They're not just about choosing this or that, but every choice you make is a ripple that tears across the narrative fabric. That's so true. And it's not just about good or bad outcomes either. It's about these morally gray choices and living with the consequences. Much like real life, huh? Absolutely, Lucy. Like life, it's all about the choices we make. Thanks for calling in. Your perspectives really highlight the incredibly riveting narrative that is The Witcher. Something we cannot overlook, you know, is the massive wave that The Witcher has caused within gaming communities and beyond. It's not just a game anymore. It's, it's a cultural phenomenon. Oh, es muy cierto, Raymond. Its influence is widespread. From cosplays of complex characters at gaming conventions to countless fan art and theories that flood the internet, it's brought together a diverse community. Absolutely, Helena. And hey, let's not forget those fan-made trailers and story analysis videos on YouTube. Man, some of those are so well-made, I often wonder if they're official. CC, it shows the passion and dedication of gamers, the storytellers of our generation. And The Witcher is really a testament, a symbol of how narratives can tie us together, inspire us to imagine and create. Well said, Helena. You know what else? The Witcher has leveled up the expectations of what a narrative-driven gaming experience can be. It has set a new standard, a more immersive, emotive kind of storytelling. Right on, Raymond, it's pushed the boundaries, demanded more from developers, and rightfully so. The fans, the community, they deserve unforgettable narratives that are more than just background noises while they button smash. Yeah, it's all about bridging that player narrative gap. I think all of us want to wield that power, to actually influence the story, to have our choices matter. And The Witcher paves the way for that gaming revolution. Speaking of transcending boundaries, The Witcher has done just that. Not content with merely ruling the gaming landscape, it's taken over different forms of media as well. Remember the book series, Helena? Claro, Raymond. The author, Andrzej Sapkowski, originally captured our imaginations with his engaging storytelling in the book series. It truly set the foundation for the Witcher universe, sparking gamer interest worldwide. Right, right. You know, I personally found it intriguing. The transference of narrative from the books to the game, instead of losing quality, it's like the narrative evolved, became more immersive. That's, well, that's something else. It definitely is, Raymond, and there's more. The Witcher also transitioned to the small screen, turning into a hit TV series on Netflix. The world building, the characters, it's all there and wonderfully captured. Absolutely, Helena. Held my breath throughout. But don't you feel there was more emotion in the series? That rawness in performances? It just touches you. Totalmente de acuerdo, Raymond. Converting narratives across different platforms is definitely not easy. But The Witcher series nailed it. Reminded me why I love the game so much. Yeah, from unturnable pages to unpausable gameplay to unskippable episodes, The Witcher knows how to hold its audience. I guess that is the mark of a timeless narrative, isn't it? The Witcher surely is one for the books, literally. From paper to pixel to live action, it's conquered all. As we wind down, it's evident, isn't it, Helena? We've been on quite a journey exploring The Witcher. The power of its narrative, those memorable characters, it's just... it's fantastic. Taylor Diego, Raymond... 
The Witcher is a masterclass in storytelling. We've discussed how it evolved from a groundbreaking book series, captivating millions worldwide with its unique narrative and detailed world-building. Indeed, Helena. And it's not just limited to the books, right? We saw how seamlessly it transitioned into a popular PC game and later shined on the small screen. That interpretive leap, it speaks volumes about the strength of its narrative. Durable, flexible, simply superb. My Sieta, Raymond. This rich narrative strongly resonates with gamers by elevating their playing experience. The choices confronting Geralt, the intricate plot, it just pulls us in. A mere game? Nah, it's an epic adventure. Right on, Helena. We also shared our emotional experiences, didn't we? The Witcher is a peculiar blend of art and experience, isn't it? Makes us live those narratives, feel those emotions. It's as if we're walking beside Geralt, treading the same paths, living those adventures. It's deeply personal and profoundly immersive. As he is, Raymond, that's The Witcher for us. A game, an epic narrative, an emotional journey. Whether you're a Witcher lore veteran or a newbie, it's a riveting thrill ride, just like today's discussion has been, don't you think? Couldn't have put it better, Helena. Well, we've traipsed across landscapes, battled monsters, confronted morally complex choices, all without leaving our discussion table. Talk about powerful storytelling. You know, Helena, one thing that resonates with me most about The Witcher is how represented I felt in the entire narrative, the complex decisions Geralt had to make. I've had my fair share of those tough moments, too. You know what I mean? It's like seeing yourself reflected in a PC game. Powerful. Absolutely, Raymond. It's more than a game, Vadad. It's like living another life. What struck me most is the richness and depth of the narrative. The Witcher has this weaving storyline that kept me so invested. I kept coming back for more, craving to unravel the mystery. Totally. And can we take a moment to appreciate the characters? So multidimensional, so real. I mean, Geralt, despite being a supernatural monster hunter, portrayed such human-like characteristics. Virtue, vice, moral dilemmas. For a moment, I forgot I was in a game I was living those moments with Geralt. Raymond couldn't agree more. The line between reality and virtual world blurs so much in The Witcher. It's not just a game, it's a transportation for us to a different realm. A realm filled with remarkable storytelling. Yeah, man, it changed the landscape of gaming for me, you know? The Witcher's narrative impacted me so profoundly, it's been a narrative vista unlike any other game I've played. Safe to say, it took my being a gamer to a different level. True that, Raymond. And as storytellers, we can't not appreciate the storytelling prowess here. This, for me, is the power of a compelling narrative in a game. It's shaped my view as a player and a narrator. An unforgettable experience. S.O.S. The Witcher, for me. Whew, Helena, what a narrative tour we've had today savoring The Witcher. But guess what? That's not where the ride ends, right? We've got something really thrilling lined up for our listeners next week. That's right, Raymond. Just like the sorceress from our beloved Witcher uses magic to give us a glimpse of things yet to come, let's do something similar. But of course, without the magic part. Ah, and here I was, hoping to see you pull off some spells. Well, yeah, next episode, we're shifting gears from the grimy battlefields and charming taverns of the Witcher to the dystopian landscapes of... Wait for it. The post-apocalyptic Fallout universe. Be prepared to delve deep into the wasteland, folks. Oh yes, amigos. We'll stroll through the remnants of a shattered planet, meet some of the strangest characters you could possibly imagine, and explore the vast, captivating narrative that makes Fallout a cult classic.
And trust us, it won't be just another walk in the park. This won't just be a look at a world ravaged by nuclear fallout. It'll be a peek into the human spirit, resilience, and the incredible narratives that make fallout the epic experience it is. Ah, the excitement is real, Raymond. So, amigos, stay tuned for next week for more storytelling adventures from the world of PC games with yours vainly, Helena and Raymond. Hasta pronto. That's right, folks. Before we cap off today's adventure, we want to extend an invite to you, our fellow gaming and storytelling enthusiasts. Absolutely, Raymond. We've traversed through the enchanting world of The Witcher today, but we're sure there's so many more experiences and points of view out there. Our listeners must have their unique takeaways and memories from this stunning game, right? I couldn't agree more, Helena. Maybe you've completed the game three times, sticking with Triss all along, or perhaps you've enjoyed sitting in the tavern and engaging in Gwent matches. We'd love to hear all about it. Yes, so here's what we're thinking. Why not share your experiences, amigos? Tell us what you felt when Geralt was faced with that heart-wrenching choice in The Witcher 3, or the joy of seeing old friends in Blood and Wine. That would be amazing. Your experiences help us better understand the vast narrative intricacies in The Witcher and can enrich our further discussions on the subject. Plus, hearing from you all keeps us connected, keeps this podcast a dialogue and not just a monologue. Absolutely. So don't snap a dandelion, take a leap off the diving board and share away, amigos. You can reach out to us through our social channels or our website, however you prefer. Looking forward to your stories, dear listeners. Here's to expanding our gaming family and to many more fascinating narratives to pursue in the future. You are part of our adventure, after all. Well, Helena, as we pull down the curtain on this epic journey through the narrative landscape of The Witcher, I gotta say, it's been one heck of a ride, hasn't it? Oh, absolutely, Raymond. An enthralling adventure of storytelling it has been indeed. And speaking of adventures, it's not just ours, right? It's also each of our listeners out there who joined us sailing through the stormy seas or wandering in the dense woods of this compelling universe. You got that right. From the battlefields of Kaer Morin to the towers of Novigrad, each of you has been with us, lending us your ears, and that makes you part of the story. We are overwhelmed by your support and your eagerness to embark on this narrative odyssey with us. Mucho gracias, amigos. And since all great stories have a touch of emotion, here's ours. We are filled with gratitude for your time and your willingness to dwell into the intricacies of The Witcher with us. The conversation wouldn't exist without you, and for that we are forever thankful. Indeed, Helena. After all, we are all on this journey together, navigating not just the realms of The Witcher, but those of storytelling, emotions, and human connections. Your continues acceptance of our expedition, amigos, brews fresh motivation in us, strong as Geralt's Witcher brew. Oh, I completely agree, Raymond. And folks, always remember, whatever game narrative is unravelling on your screens, you've got two fellow explorers right here, ready to dive into the depth of it with you. Because every good story needs good listeners. And let me tell you, you are the best. Couldn't have said it better, Helena. Thank you, listeners, for being a part of this. Until we decode another tale together, keep exploring, keep gaming. <laughs>